0: Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the PHNX Rising Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. We got Owen Evans in the house. We got Max Simpson in the house. And of course, myself, Ramon Chavez. Happy to be here with y'all. How you doing, guys? Good to see you. It's been a while. It doing has. While. But
2: you know what they say? We're getting close towards the end of Root Canal season, whether it be <laughs> for me or whether it be for Phoenix Rising. We're pretty, pretty <laughs> much there.
0: Which one was worse? Was it getting the that's a me. tough
2: one. That's a tough, tough one. Fun. I mean okay. one of them being a lot quicker to get through
1: the uh one took eight months. The, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Max, how you doing my man? Uh. Like Good. Oh, thank you, sir. This is a uh, little little thing from a uh, bad birdie. It's uh, you know, new uh, new people that we're working with, and they've graciously hooked a couple of us up, uh, including uh, Mr. Sean Depaz, our producer. But uh, yeah, hooked a couple of us up with some nice golf gear. And if you want to, by the way, for anyone in the chat, if you want to, you know, ch- channel your inner Gareth Bale and you know really get on your golf game, and get that look and everything like that, use code PHNX at BadBirdieGolf.com for ten percent off. Uh, there's my shameless plug we are less than a minute and a half in i'm already doing an ad read I'm in that all mean, on, Max? That'll, be, that'll
2: be that'll be gareth bale world cup knockout stage player given the uh, mm-hmm. way that the us have been playing the-
1: oh uh yeah oh yeah, hey Saudi, Saudi, Saudi way, arabia is a top 75 opponent how dare <laughs> you sir
0: that's right 56th in the world right <laughs> so, um, yeah we'll talk about that a little bit later but great to be back guys happy to be here with the chat shout out to everybody there Devin, harry uh, Devin's asking about my date. Did not go on a date. I remember how the last show ended, but we're not going to get into that. Uh, but yeah, good to be back. So, yeah, we have a, lo- a great show for you guys to uh today. Uh, tomorrow, Rising will be traveling up to Northern California to face off against Sacramento Republic. It's going to be a fun game, so we're definitely going to break down that matchup. Uh, we're going to talk about some team updates. Uh, Owen got a chance to speak to Juan Guerra, so we're definitely going to hear from him. We're going to take a look around the USL and finally talk about the international matchups that we have. This is the last FIFA window before the World Cup in November, so some intriguing matchups happened uh, this past week. So uh, let's just jump into it. Juan Guerra, uh, he spoke a little bit about Sacramento and what he expects to see. Uh, I saw in the chat earlier that uh, Rodrigo Lopez Roro is not going to be available for tomorrow's game due to suspension, so that's a good sign for Phoenix, but... Let's take a look at what Juan Guerra had to say about Sacramento and their game tomorrow.
3: It feels good to have, um, obviously, a full week of training. I think I was mentioning that to you, if not after the Monterey, probably before that. It's like since we came in, uh, we've had a lot of games, a lot of games. And it goes kind of like Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday or Wednesday, Saturday and then uh, by weekend. So we haven't really had that rhythm to fully train for a week and being able to to have kind of like we call them perfect weeks, where you have your re-entry, you could have focused on, you know, on different things on different days, then you have a full recovery and then you play again. So this week allowed us the opportunity to do that. And um, also, you know, uh, we welcome Gabby to the team, which was uh, another positive addition. And then having a full week of work where it, where it allows you to work on the things that you're doing well and, and trying to get better, and then also work on the things that that we must improve. Um, I, I do, I do think that, um, the team looked better, um, for spells last game and kind of like this, and it was, it was sparks, it was sparks of moments. And now we have to make sure that we find ways to, to stretch those moments. If you watch the build-up on the three goals that we scored, um, oh, and that's who we want to be. That's how we want to play, man. We want to keep the ball. We want to be able to move the ball quickly with rhythm, with tempo, to be able to break down lines after you break down lines and then you're ready in the final third, you make good decisions. And then, you know what I mean? And the three plays, one of them with Greg Hurst, obviously uh, great individual work, but also collective work before it. And then in the other ones, both of them finish on penalties. So it's about how can we stretch those moments a lot more and then also make sure that we minimize the, the mistakes that we're making, man, because there's too many transition moments and that's going to be key tomorrow night versus Sacramento at home. This is a team that I've already faced Twice this year, and uh, I know them very well. And um, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be key tomorrow that uh, we avoid those transition moments.
2: Yeah, um, I feel like it's a good time to launch in. You hear about the transition moments there. I'm sure that the chat will, at some point, remind us of this of uh, boring, boring Briggs that uh, <laughs> Phoenix Rising are up against tomorrow. Yeah.
0: I mean, he, he's gotten the job done. He's done a great job we with this team, obviously with the U.S. Open Cup. You know, they're they're in a good spot in the West. You know, uh, might be, you know, be able to get a a home game uh, in the playoffs. So that's important. So as boring as it is, they're in a better position
2: right now than rising. Yeah. So it's, they're getting the job done. Winning is winning sometimes.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's interesting uh, where he says, you know, it. I get it's nice from a team mentality to have that full week of training. It's pretty crazy that, in the last 10 matches for SAC Republic, every uh, other outside of the, um, outside of the like open cup final, they have had all but one match on uh, matches that it's all on Saturday. They haven't had many midweek games to contend with. And I don't know, man, like I, it's a grind of a season. I can get that kind of overhaul you. And especially with rising, when you're able to get that kind of week break, it's definitely gotta do wonders for you. um, Especially when you're placing another team, which yeah, man, those transition moments, it's gonna, it's gonna keep on happening.
0: Yeah, and I, I think we all agree that we would have wanted this team to be in a better position with this week-long break heading into these final games mm-hmm. of the season. But uh, I think this is this game's still important. Mathematically, rising still not out. There's still an opportunity there. They're going to need a lot of help. Just and, for now also, Yeah, <clears throat>
2: it could be done by Wednesday.
0: <laughs> That's true. But you know, I, I think this is a game I'm looking forward to. Sacramento is is a team that rising has lost against this season they've tied against them as well so i think they want to get this this w i think the players are mm-hmm. are going to be excited and they, they just want to finish out the, the season well so i hope they, they they bring that out tomorrow
2: i would agree i feel though that it's still just that the lingering confidence issues are still there mm-hmm. with phoenix rising it, it's tough right you, you're trying to pick them up off the ground in very little time um I, i'm not sure whether they will be there uh, by the time of this game sacramento are a tough team they're, they're not easy to play against look mm-hmm. rising are also depleted as well i know we mentioned Roro lopez of course kev lambert is away on international duty also suspended apparently as well Going to usl <laughs> picking up 11 cautions himself mm-hmm. so not only will he be out for tomorrow's game which we knew mm-hmm. anyway but he'll be out on the weekend as well because uh, that carries a two-game suspension um, one of which he's apparently allowed to serve during an international hmm. window. That was least, gonna be my although, question. I, is Does that know, carry but... over? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, the interesting <clears throat> the interesting thing that I see is, I mean, we talk about like home field advantage. I know like rising, it's been a tough go of it at home. Man, that's not the case for SAC in their last five matches, undefeated with a goal uh goal differential of 13. Fourteen goals uh, scored, one conceded in their last five home matches. Um, that's a not a bad run of form. So, yeah, man, it's it's a tough go of it. Like maybe we're hoping for tired legs, but I, I think we're kind of all seeing. It seems like we're all kind of on the same page. Of it's just another team that's running transition and. um yeah, it's, it's, I'm very curious how, uh, how they're going to do with um, just kind of a similar style that they've been facing the last couple of matches. It just has not paired well for them. I want to see something different, personally.
2: But I don't think we are going to see something different. That's I'm not thing. saying this we will. That we're going yeah. to see it. I think we might yeah. well see it further down the line as the season yeah. has definitely gotten away and also against certain weaker opposition, but going in against Sacramento Republic, it's also a tough time, especially at this time of the season, you're already kind of trying one new thing mm-hmm. by having the general, you know, game kind of model that, that Guerra is putting in place there that just as they're getting used to that, to then try and add more in against certain teams, fine, you can do it, but I don't think you can necessarily do it against Sacramento. Of course, your problem you've got there though is that you are thin at the back. You are thin thin on defenders when you've got Vakranas mm-hmm. is out. You've got uh, Kev Lambert out as well. Uh, Brian Flood is out injured. It's it's tough. Is there a weaker competition? Pat Moses says in the chat. By the way, <laughs> yes, there are. Um, oh, I, I would telling. like to point out. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. There are I two. Mean, there East? are two Eastern Conference teams. Okay, okay that quite frankly, Rising has to play at home. And if they can't win those games, you, you really should be questioning if they're professional footballers because <laughs> these tides are dire, right? <laughs> Bearing yeah. in mind, Phoenix Rising has got, what, uh, 33 points from 30 games. Atlanta, two have 20 from 31 games. And New York Red Bulls, two have 15 from 31 games. Mm. So there's quite a drop-off here, mm-hmm. okay? They are very poor at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. But I just don't see that I don't think the change and the the indications are that the change isn't coming tomorrow, Mm -hmm. um, that we're going to see them more trying to. I mean, obviously, there will be personnel changes Mm -hmm. because of availability, but the actual plan itself is going to be very similar to what we've seen in previous games.
0: Yeah. And, I, and I'm looking yeah. to seeing, I, I think Juan mentioned it in his press conference today, Owen, that he saw those flashes against Monterey Bay where the team was gelling, when they were connecting in passes, when the runs were coming in. And, you know, in those three goals, that, that that was certainly the case. Now, can you sustain that over... You know, uh, or create a few more chances, I would say, out, you know, because if you, you can't really sustain it the entire game. But if you add those opportunities and you get in front of goal and you get those shots on target, that's when you become a little bit more dangerous as a team. And we saw that against Monterey. I was happily surprised to see that, yeah. especially with the Greg Hurst goal, because it's not something that we've seen often, so, you know, at least after the first month of the season, I'd say where this team was able to connect and move and and, mm-hmm. and do what they wanted to play and play their way not the opposition's way mm-hmm. and ultimately again they, they didn't get the three points but they showed flashes of what they're capable of doing under the system and, and that's an improvement over what we've seen in the last few games. And
1: then no, sure. ad- I'll go go, go ahead, on, Max. Oh. I was going I was going to say like if you're already We've already seen that this team has had its defensive issues and especially if you're going to be thin on defense, you then have to almost over rely on the offense performing and I mean, we've saw the flashes against Monterey. I'm just curious about if we're not going to see any wholesale changes, which I'm in the camp as well that I want that to happen. We're not probably going to see it happen if we need to kind of over rely on the offense then where is that going to come from right like i mean i think we all want to see her star we want to see him work back a bit but if that's if that's really the only maybe tweak we might see other than a personnel shift here there what's it like what's where's the difference going to come from because i just don't see it
2: i actually think in that last game we saw a much better second half though i think that Look, were they still a little bit lacking creativity at times up top? Yes. But mm. structurally, they were a much better team than they were in that first half. The first half, they were just giving the ball away so much. They were getting, you know, they, they ultimately weren't able to deal with that transition from Monterey Bay. In The second half, I felt like they were a little bit better at that. And it... I'm just interested to see, right? It's going to it's going to take time. It does take time to improve these things. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see where we are on the progress, especially now with a week off to work on it, to see where they are. But, of course, one thing that's worth noting, we're asking where the Flash is going to be. Perhaps we should point to uh, another bit of news that we had coming in on transfer deadline day or roster freeze day I was right outside the stadium
0: um, you saw me
2: yeah i, was, I know ramon I was, there. was there all day he was there all day <laughs> i was calling him every 10 minutes i was like ramon is there is there anything going i've heard there's a car leaving who's in the car And he said oh, i was just one of the front office guys going off to get lunch but you know i he was there all it's morning names. and of course there was one new signing for phoenix rising
3: Every player that we bring in, um, it's going to be a player that fits our, uh, f- first of all, our, our game model, then a style of play. And then also that checks the box of uh, of character. So Gabby is a, is a great player. He's technically gifted. His athleticism and speed on what areas fits very well, our game model and our style of play. And um, I'm very happy to have him just like the rest of the other guys we have. Um, obviously, we're always thinking of how can we improve, right? How can we find ways to To obviously um, try to get bettered and and, and be bettered and uh, obviously bringing in uh, fresh, fresh blood into that locker room and make sure the blood is circulating and also bringing in um, good, good characters. It's always going to help out. So obviously he was an option that uh, that came to the table. We explored it and it made sense. It made sense for the player and it made sense for both teams. And this is why we decided to bring him in.
2: So Gabi Torres then bringing a bit of a Brazilian flair to the uh, outside their left back. But perhaps we're going to see him in, you know, I, I know that some people seemed quite uh, hopeful that he'd be replacing Babu Kajai in the team on social media. Um, yet to see quite where he fits in there. But he is a guy who has created a fair number of assists for FC Tulsa where he joined from. So maybe, maybe he does have a bit more attacking threat.
0: Yeah. And that's what I noticed uh, when, when I was reading the press release that he was a leader in assist for FC Tulsa. So he can get down, you know, the flanks. He's able to cross, you know, put the cross in the box, which is what we've been lacking this season and, and create some chances out of that. So uh, great stuff. I also did notice, correct me if I'm wrong, Owen, he, there's an option for 2023. So this mm. isn't just like a, a few games and, you know, and we'll see what happens after the season. There is an option for 2023 in his contract.
2: Yeah, so what happened here initially, it seemed as though it had been announced as a loan. I've been told since it isn't a loan. Uh, So he's come in uh, now. He had, yeah, pretty much the end of this year was left on his contract. He does have an option year for next year. So the club can retain him if they like what they see. Uh, But which which to me would imply we're going to see him get some game time because... What's the point in bringing a guy in if you're not going to then give him those opportunities to see whether you want to bring him back next year?
1: You know, no, for sure. And I mean, that's, that's you hit around the head, man. Like there's still theoretically, like we keep saying some season to still play for now, but you know, you gotta, you gotta have, like, if you're Juan Gary, you gotta have a bit of a mindset of, yeah, we're trying to win now, but you have to kind of be thinking of the future. You can't just put all the chips in now and not be giving those reps to, Um, you know, what your future can be for next season and down the road. I am very curious to see like how he can help solidify with some of those deeper crosses that rising really has been liking to play where if they maybe don't have that one for one speed to burn the defense, uh, that's, you know, that's okay. We just need to see a bit more clinical crossing, especially if it is coming from deep. And that's just something that where we're looking for like JJ Williams and for, you know, hers to find the ball that's been missing. So I'm, I'm all for it. I would love to see um, how he comes in and like, I don't know. Do you guys think, are we going to, you know, how much playing time you think he's going to give him on uh, tomorrow? I wouldn't be shocked. Look, again, this is a guy who's been playing
2: elsewhere yeah. in the league. So it's not like he's coming in cold. Sure. I, I'm intrigued to see, how, I think he could play tomorrow to be honest. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, if he's only here man, for a few games, you know, and then, there's <laughs> so only so much, much time. In there, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I mean, we've seen Sarhis get some, get some playing time as well. So, and you're obviously lacking in the back so you're he's gonna get some minutes mm-hmm. regardless so yeah we'll see i'm excited i'm excited to see yeah. what he's up to so uh max we we're talking a little bit about you know what what players may be coming back next year actually juan guerra talked about it a little bit today owen if you want to set us up a little bit more but yeah he they're already you know we got some clubs calling agents they're thinking about next year uh so yeah juan guerra had something to say Owen, were you surprised that he kind of talked about that today
2: Well, I mean, I asked him about it, so it would have been a bit different to not bring it up. But, um, yeah, I asked him pretty much, look, this season is pretty much almost over. It could be mathematically over this week. I mean, it could be mathematically over as soon as tomorrow night. So I asked him, you know, as the focus turns towards next year, how is he managing that with the players, especially those who aren't really sure about where they're going to be? And here's what he had to say.
3: Yeah, so and with the boys, with the agents, with with different clubs, calling all the time. And our, our message is, is the same one. He's like, listen, we, we're still on. We got Sacramento tomorrow. Then we have to play with versus Red Bull at home. Then we go to RGV. And then we have our final home game versus Atlanta at home. Um, I have time right now. When I came in, I didn't have time. But if we think about next year, um, I have time. I have time to think. I have time to to really uh, digest uh, this year and make sure that I can reflect. And right now we're evaluating and assessing absolutely everything uh, on the day-to-day. And uh, I'm not in a rush to to absolutely make any decisions at the moment. And this is what we've been telling agents, players, clubs that, um, that have asked the same question that you asked, is that we're not in a rush at the moment. Uh, I have time to make decisions and we're going to wait till the end of the year. And then we're going to make sure that we make the right decision that is always, always thinking of the club, always thinking of the club, always thinking about the organization and not too much about, I mean, agents, individuals or or, or other clubs. My responsibility is to protect uh, Phoenix Rising and make sure that the decisions that I make are always thinking about the club and the future and then to put us in a position that we can be successful, not just next year, but also for many years. And that is the importance of, of next year. Is making sure that we can build something uh, that has longevity. We can build something with a proper structure uh, that lets us build for the future.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's a business. You know, you got to evaluate. Obviously, it hasn't been a successful season, so you there's going to be people wanting, to either move on or continue on. It's it's and it's fair to ask those questions right about now.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's uh, I don't know, man. Like, I. I I, I think it's just like the thing I keep going back and forth on is I understand you got to keep spirits high, especially about uh, especially after, you know, at like you know, when you said Rick's kind of done a number on these players, but uh, it just it, I feel you don't want to get caught in the middle. I, I know I keep on going back to it, but that's something I really do worry about that it not it, the next season is not going to be made or break made or broken in these next couple matches. But I mean, this is a really fantastic time to evaluate your players. And I guess I, I, I'm i not saying we can see completely, but I, I really wish it's like, okay, let's... If we're mathematically eliminated tomorrow, I guess that kind of helps a bit. But I want to see us have more of a push towards really finding out who is going to be a Phoenix Rising player and in, in the club next season.
2: And I think that's something we will see. I think that even, look, again... I'm not expecting to see tactical changes tomorrow. I could very well expect to see them by the weekend because it, it's yeah. just it's just the circumstances, isn't it? And partly it's, look, you've got players away, you're struggling, but part of it as well is you want to try some things out. Look, it, you normally get a whole preseason to do this and obviously Juan has not had that. He was thrown straight, straight into the fire. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel as though... Look, again, a lot of the players on this team are capable of playing better than they have this year. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't shock me if some come back, especially even those who some might not want to see come back. But I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. It's all up for grabs at the moment, isn't it? <sighs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah it really it's- is. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, these games are going to be good, whether they're eliminated or not, just to see who's out there. I mean, I'm intrigued to see Carlos Angiano. He's got he got a lot more minutes against Monterey. I felt like he played well. He played good. He was moving the ball along. So maybe he gets a little bit more opportunity just to see if he's able to stick around another year. Um, with rising.
2: And you know what? That's something that also came up in the press conference today when mentioning about how, look, you look at the role that he was able to do off the bench and he sees that as a positive, you know? Um, He was also quite complimentary about Greg Hurst and what Greg is capable of doing and he knows what Greg can do at his best. He just almost needs more minutes at times to to get there. So, you know, there's promise in some of these guys. We're just going to have to wait and see whether... The faith is in them almost to, to get it done next season so that they stick around. But I'm sure we're going to have a long off season to delve into um, who a lot, a lot, yeah. <laughs> should, who shouldn't stay and, and all of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, y'all, let's get down to the predictions. Uh, I'm feeling oh. a 1-0 victory for Republic tomorrow. I don't know if Rising has it in them to to get a W, but, you know, go ahead and surprise me. But what do you think? What do you guys think for tomorrow?
2: Max, I'm ch- throwing you up first.
0: Owen, Owen doesn't like doing this stuff.
1: <laughs> uh, give me, give me a one-one draw. Um, the run of Sacks' run of form at home, like I mentioned earlier, has been phenomenal. But short rest, Rising's got the rest. Rising rides the momentum of a three-three draw, which is a really weird thing to say. But yeah, give me, give me one-one.
2: What's interesting here is that Rising's the odds have actually tightened on this game. Um, earlier rising were a much heavier underdog than i mean look they're still a fairly heavy underdog they're at plus 285 Mm -hmm. but they were i believe over plus 300 earlier so i don't know we'll 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 see on this one i'm gonna go with we're gonna go with a one all draw as well i think max i i was thinking could i see rising scoring too too many tomorrow and uh, i don't think they'll win the game equally i don't think that sacramento will have a lot of goals in them uh especially with mm. with robo absent so i think one all is a fairly yep. safe bet
1: yep we'll, we'll, see. When we'll in doubt. see when it when in doubt pick the draw the draw pick the draw, <laughs> <the> draw. yeah
0: <laughs> all right y'all sounds good we'll see we'll see what happens tomorrow cool guys so let's take a quick break and talk about what's going on tomorrow Not not only is uh, the game tomorrow with Rising and Sacramento, but also it is the last Wednesday of the month, so that means that our shows at PHNX will be heading over to the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub location, uh, having their shows there all day. September 28th, tomorrow, taking place over there. So you'll see the PHNX Coyotes, uh, the Betts show, Suns, which is a lot of stuff going on with the Suns. <laughs> so you got to make sure to tune in for them. Sun Devils podcast, Cardinals, of course, and the D-Bag. So go check them out over there. Um, and you can also enjoy $3 Kilt Lifter and Wild Pints when you mention you're he- uh, you're there to watch Uh, the phnx show so and remember guys you must be 21 years or older to uh to participate and make Mm -hmm. sure to enjoy it responsibly so yeah check out the shows tomorrow and then uh max i still haven't gotten a chance to get down to the studio i know i I saw in the comments i think reese said it that he wanted a studio show hopefully thursday Mm -hmm. uh, or sometime this week but i i need to get down there because of ogs man We got the brand new the brand new flavor out aqua berry i'm all excited about it can you tell us a little bit more about it
1: yeah, man. Uh, when I, I went out to Tahoe for a little long uh, vacation. Uh, actually, right after our show on Wednesday, I was beat. I was tired. I had a um oh gosh like a 7 a.m flight the next day so i need to sleep i popped uh pop, actually wait i took that on the show i popped after <laughs> I, I just realized i bought that on the show you i took that on uh, camera we have that on <laughs> yeah we do have that on camera um yeah but i i took a uh, half of that uh their new sleep edition gummy and i slept like a baby so it, it does the job tastes delicious and yeah we love we love ogs we have a should have a lot of cool stuff uh coming on the pipe and down the pipeline with them so yeah check them out they have all all the great flavors their new sleep edition is fantastic. Yeah, check so, uh, out know, look. If ahead. you can
2: if, I was gonna say, if that can make you drift off after a three-old draw, then uh
1: that okay. Man, I mean, listen, we all know that we, we talked about last that was a that was a very entertaining three-all that three that's what it I'm was. saying.
2: Like if that can calm you down after a three-old draw, that is a glowing endorsement, especially a free-old draw with a missed ninetieth minute penalty.
1: Legend has it that PK is still traveling. Oh, no, because yeah. it
2: smashed. It smashed what? off the top of the roof. Yeah. There was like a thing behind it.
1: It was. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, oh, that guy! That guy could use an OGs. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Oh man, but yeah, I know it was a great <laughs>
0: game. But yeah, for sure. If you're interested in purchasing OGs, check out their website, OGsBrands.com. Uh, also follow them on Instagram at OGsBrands, and you can also find their products at your local dispensary. And you must be 21 years or older to purchase.
1: Yeah, I, w- I will say real quick the um the flavoring life sweepstakes, which we always have with them. They actually gave me a heads up that the next couple months winners will get that. Uh, new Sleep Edition gummy in there. So if you really want to try them out as well, enter in the sweepstakes. The link is in our description, and you get free gummies. So, yeah.
0: Fun times, fun times. Make sure to, to join the sweepstakes. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick look around the USL. Owen, any particular game stood out to you this past weekend? <laughs> that You uh, want to talk about a little bit?
2: You know what? It's been such a long season <laughs> that I almost tried to just completely shut it out. <laughs> but um <laughs> we're getting to that point we're getting to that point i will say actually and harry's brought it up here since we did mention in Seku kane um shout out to him but there were some really really disgusting things uh by the sound said online uh in his direction so uh yeah we probably should mention that and it's unfortunately not the first time that we've seen incidents of this nature in this league and uh It's just disappointing, isn't it? It's disappointing that there doesn't seem to be any progress on this. Look, it's hard. I mean, this isn't this doesn't necessarily compare with some of the other instances we've seen in the past where things happened in stadiums. You need to argue there's got to be much tighter control. This is a lot more difficult, but it's just. And then Owen,
0: just to just to clarify, so this uh, this was the player that uh, missed that penalty at the end of the Rising game. He got uh, was were there some stuff said to him like at the stadium or was there all mostly online? I mean, regardless, it's not. I mean, I
2: mean, I mean, he—he he, look. His fans, the fans, were on his back in the stadium, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a big difference, isn't there, between mm-hmm. that and and what Monterey Bay came out the following day and said about how you know he'd been racially abused on social media and that obviously it's it's taking it way way too far. Um, yeah. I again, it, it's I I just wonder when we're going to get through a season in usl and not have to ultimately deal with these incidents we saw it last year happened a couple of times in stadiums last year happened in Loudoun, happened in new mexico and it's just it's just disappointing all around yeah no no
0: that's not good yeah and and i think as fans of the game and, and the league i think it's you know partly our responsibility as well to let people know not to you know, be a little bit more responsible. And, you know, if you say if you see something, do something about it, say something. So that way it doesn't continue to happen because these players don't deserve that. You know, no one deserves to to be racially abused. And it's at the end of, at the, end of the game, uh, at the end of the day, it's just the game. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to cross over into that. It's not not that deep. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, you know, sorry, sorry for uh, to that player. You know, it's not yeah. something that should be happening to him. And, you know, shame on those fans, man. You can't even really call them fans if they're acting like that. So not, not good to see.
1: No, for sure, man. I mean, give him, a, give him a hard time for missing the penalty, but like, don't make it personal like that. It's just, yeah. I, it's not down anymore. It's that simple, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right.
2: Should, should we look at the other games then? So, Loose <laughs> City won Memphis 2 on Friday night. That was a big match at the top of the Eastern Conference. Memphis with the goal right at the end of the game, not only that we had three red cards for a confrontation right at the end of the match two players putting hands up in each other's faces so red cards come kind of the that there was another <laughs> one in there as well so that was three red cards I believe about 90 plus seven <laughs> so uh yeah. Yeah, and then just a something problem. to note
0: there, if Memphis wins their the rest of the games this season, they're pretty much uh, going to be able to get that number one seed. They which,
2: will take; yeah. they have it in their own hands now. They have it. Yeah, they're two points back, but they have a game in hand of a level. So mm-hmm. now Memphis is kind of taking the driver's seat, really, in the Eastern nice, Conference. Nice, nice but speaking of the driver's seat, San Antonio locking up top seed. Uh, They had a win over Sacramento Republic this past weekend. Shout out to Harry there in the chat, of course. Uh, Sam Adanaran with the goal. Um, There was a red card in there as well. But uh, most importantly, again, was the uh, yellow card in that game for uh, Roro Lopez, which means that he will miss Mm -hmm. tomorrow's match against Phoenix Rising. Um, Beyond that, as you look around here, Colorado Springs dropping points to Oakland Roots. This is kind of why... I'm a little bit worried going into tomorrow's game because we've got to be, got to be real about the fact that this opens up a, a real window for Sacramento to to overtake Colorado Springs, um, to push themselves up the table a little bit further and, and improve their seeding. There, Monterey Bay with a draw away to Miami FC. That when uh, apparently they used all their goals up on Wednesday, it was a nil-nil draw. <laughs> um, Orange County got a draw against Pittsburgh, one-all and uh an yeah uh, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: and while there were a few other games in there uh i mean well i suppose the biggest one if you want to talk from a rising perspective really was the fact that charleston battery falling three nil at home to rgv those kind of games with those teams picking up the results is why i think realistically friday didn't mathematically end it, it it's now become beyond even like mm-hmm. a pipe dream um mm-hmm. it's kind of where the situation is now hey shout out to rgv man you know four
0: straight wins the, the the last loss was against rising so and they said you know what we can't be dropping any more points and they're just getting the job done man that's, that's what you have to do to get into the playoffs
2: let's take a look at fixtures now of course because there's also a uh Game today, which has a good bearing on Rising's playoff hopes. Rescheduled game? Is uh, that what it is? They are. Las Vegas Lights hosting Monterey Bay. Vegas have been really struggling lately. And to me, Monterey Bay should be the favorites for that. I don't believe they are, but uh, they are to me. Yeah, they're not at the moment. If you want, you can uh, hop on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Monterey Bay at plus 175. Um, Vegas are at plus 130. I think Monterey Bay are the favorite in that game for me um if they win that game rising lose tomorrow it's done
0: mm.
2: okay that that's to keep it simple that that's yeah, yeah.
0: one plus 175 i'm seeing
1: it here you know plus that's,
2: 175 i mean I, I, I'd it <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: you guys aren't have you guys seen vegas's twitter you're i'm not you're not gonna believe it man i watch it all the time what's happening? no i like, know like did you oh. like just see what they tweeted like about the field is it off again? No, no, I'm just fucking with you. I'm sorry. I had to. I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, You're me.
0: so I could see. <laughs> I
2: like, no way. Oh, shoot. Like, what happened? They've come out there. Cash has been painting it green. Like, it's <laughs> it's the exact same surface, but Cash has painted it green. <sighs> oh.
0: I'm really intrigued with what's going to happen with that team next year. It's. You know, LAFC is going to take their kids to MLS Next Pro.
2: I Look, are, if, they, it, if, if Vegas lights folded, it wouldn't be a day too soon <laughs> for anybody except oh, Brett um, No. I think
3: eventually
0: they could, you know, compete for, for a team. But I mean, in the MLS, I'm saying, but I don't know, man. It's just money, money, talk, money
2: talks, man. but not them, yeah. not them. Vegas might, but not that. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Exactly.
1: You're saying that MLS doesn't. Selling for next year,
2: Harry Austin said. Is
0: that what they're saying? Oh, Harry's I- name? <laughs> well, that's positive. That's a positive. <laughs> I'm trying to see here. Yeah, Max gave me a scared here. I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> I'm on like, this Twitter now, but yeah, man, we'll I, see. I mean,
2: they're, they're selling tickets for next year. Great, but I don't know what to make of it that. Uh, it's just
0: yeah. I mean, rising selling season tickets, but not sure if they're still not same sure game. where they're gonna play. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, what's going on there? Uh, but yeah, so tomorrow there's another game besides the Rising game, which is uh, Atlanta United two hosting Indy uh, Eleven. So you know, another a game maybe you could watch before the Rising game. So, mm-hmm. and then Vegas will play again on Friday, which is crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to Scott's comment here in the uh, in the chat, any update on the stadium for next year? We haven't heard any as of yet, but um. I know there's been a lot of arguing on Twitter, of course, over the fact that people didn't seem to know what the official line was over state season ticket deposit or season ticket payments and all of that. Because of course Bobby Dooley had said on Twitter that okay, we agree that it should be locked in price wise until we know what's happening with the stadium for people who are renewing. And then ticket reps were saying something different. But yeah. Um it's it's a very chaotic nothing like chaos off the field as well so join the on the field chaos as well
1: yeah. I, mean, I mean it's like, i mean like i i i appreciate what bobby said on twitter where it's like you know we agree and that's something we want to be doing regarding freezing tickets until freezing the price increase until they figure out the situation but i mean yeah man you guys got to get on the get on the same page here if you guys want to enact that fantastic but you gotta let people know I can't just live in the vacuum of Twitter. I get that's where people's frustration is. And you'd like, you know, we'll have having the, you know, him saying one thing, tick rep saying another thing, like that'd be powerful. Put out a statement. I'm sure like that would help I mean, like it's not rocket science you That's, know? that's what I thought yeah was i mean
0: it seemed like that twitter <laughs> reply was his like final standing but then nobody else knew what was going on
1: that, that's the thing and then you have people like oh like commenting this is fantastic other people are then quote tweeting it like a couple days later saying what happened to this they're tagging us and it's like what's mm-hmm. going on here like this is weird okay. like yeah, yeah.
2: I think we do need to just talk about the fact that, look, there are some things that are hard. The stadium situation, we don't know the entirety of it, right? That might be hard, but you have to control what you can control and basic communications you can control. That's something that takes 10 minutes. You come in, you've tweeted that on a Tuesday night. You come in on the Wednesday morning. You take 10 minutes to just jot down what the uh, official line is. You You, you even just email it out to everybody who's going to be interacting with fans and say this is the official line on it. If anyone asks, this is how you respond.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's, it's it's a it's a, it's a little thing that goes a long way. Like we even noted that we saw we saw the information when it first came out about the season ticket increases. That oh, it'll it's staying the same, but only for like a month, and then it was kind of vague after that. He then you know people after our conversation with him last week, people talk about it. He responds, and it's like fantastic. I just don't I don't get how something so simple can't be broadcast and it makes such a massive opportunity but it does go back to what we were saying where like this really does like this is where the fans voices matter do they like it's something simple where people are talking about it on twitter and you're able to have you know you know someone on the front office a on the team actually respond and that's how these things happen the issue then becomes okay. Balls in the team's court. Let's actually get this going. So, like, shout out to the fans who are like, honestly, you have more power than you think. And while it, you might think it sometimes falls on deaf ears, and fair, it I feel it often does. This is where you can make a difference. So, like, keep keep pushing. Honestly, like, keep doing it. We can all you can only do so much, but keep going. Yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like we're gonna have to. Should we should we take a break here and invite our uh, producer Sean in because I see he's a. Uh, joined by someone now. Uh oh. Oh what well, Kind to... of awkwardly behind the rising Whoa. logo there. But uh <laughs> there we go. I don't know my
1: dog just ran <laughs> <laughs> poppy
0: uh puppy hours. What's the uh, what's the puppy's name? Her name's Blue. Blue. Nice. Not like Bluey Adorable like... Little Dog. I
1: nugget. What what's that?
0: Have you seen that show Bluey with the dog?
1: Yes, but she's okay. named after Blues Clues, the original blue dog. Dude, that's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, okay. she's
1: also the the worst dog in the world. She's really oh. poorly behaved, <laughs> <laughs> which is why she's in here right
0: now. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> Man, well, yeah, we gotta get a we gotta get a whole like dog show because I got Bella right outside the door over here, I'm, and Max got the cats. I'm not sure if everyone has any pets, so
1: right, uh, let's not bring the cat into this. I don't want to devalue pet. the show. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was meme where it was like, I love my cat and it's all like their arms all ripped up (laughs) because the cat's always like uh, clawing at them. But anyway, but yeah, it should be fun. We should do that one day. All right. Let's take a quick break and talk about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you guys haven't yet, make sure to download the app and new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win. And get two hundred dollars in uh in free bets if they do and if that's not enough for you guys everyone can boost their winnings with drafting stepped up same game parlays and right now for every leg that you add you can boost your winnings up to 100 so with uh with payouts bigger than ever why not bet on football anywhere uh why bet on football anywhere else so and then to make things even sweeter you can throw you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game all day, all season long. So, super simple, guys. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX um, when you use it, and remember, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. That, DraftKings be hooking it up, man. They all these promotions to just to help you make money. So,
1: they literally sent out. I put it in our in our Slack hangout. They sent out um, for uh, Monday Night Football yesterday that if either team scores a touchdown, if you put down twenty five dollars. They boosted the odds so where you win twenty five dollars and it's like granted it was the <laughs> it was yeah, the Cowboys and their backup seven. quarterback and Daniel Jones but even still like dude yeah like DraftKings are just gonna send you random promos like all the time so it's nice it's nice great
0: stuff, great stuff. yeah watching that game yesterday and the Sunday night I was just like come on y'all like pick it up <laughs> but, but of course me. and
2: of course you can not only do that but you can bet on you know important things like the World Cup which based on the oh uh, gosh, shoot. <laughs> um, you know, I'm hearing that you can bet a hundred dollars on the US and lose a hundred dollars on the US to win the World Cup.
1: Dang, I, I'm gonna Max, be honest you I thought, that as well. I, I thought World I Cup. was like I was so excited because I'm like, oh, cool. It's that it's the regularly scheduled man you slander. And you had me in the first half, and then you lost <laughs> me, and I was like, Nope, I know where this is going. Um, you know, we'll, we'll t- I know we're gonna touch on that a bit later. I'll just say very quickly. Like, no team in the group is in good form. Maybe Iran, so, like, bet Iran to win I the group. I put that on man. Twitter.
0: I think Twitter, uh, Iran's going to win. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we, everybody's
1: playing.
0: Uh. Man, that's crazy. I mean, we can get into it now. So let's talk about Wales and their performances last week. Uh, Owen, how you feeling?
2: We were missing some really key pieces in the midfield, which didn't help, right? The depth in the midfield is very, very slim, okay? So when you lose Aaron Ramsey, when you lose Joe Allen – You don't have a whole lot to replace them with. However, what I will say, despite what happened in other games and people, well, Wales lost both games. Yes, yes, Wales did lose both games. But one of them was a loss away to Belgium, right? Away to Belgium. Mm -hmm. Let's put this in perspective here. You lose 2-1 in that game. You're not embarrassed. You're in that game. The other one, you lose 1-0 to Poland. Not too bad. Yeah, they're not. Honestly. It's not like they're not embarrassing losses. The polo one was not a great loss, right? I, I, I'll, I'll accept that. Um, the team was lacking a fair bit up top, probably could have done with bringing Kiefer Moore on an earlier stage to try and make some set pieces a little bit more dangerous, but it didn't. Um, I, I feel as though the results that Wales had aren't as bad as, say, the results that a certain American team might no. have had.
0: Ouch. Before we move on to, to the U.S. performance. So th- this happened in the Nations League, right? What are your thoughts on this competition? Because not re- my thoughts were like, OK, now Mexico and these teams from Latin America, they can't really compete with a lot of these European teams in these FIFA windows because they're tied up to these competitions like the UEFA Nations League. But uh, w- what are your thoughts on it? Do you think this really helps overall or is it just another money making scheme by by FIFA?
2: <laughs> Yes. Ah uh, <laughs> well, it, even for a starter. Look, at the end of the day, I think that the kind of important bit here. I know yes, it's it's a money making scheme in part, but it, it does provide something. It's not like it provides nothing. Mm. Um it's competitive it's better than, than friendlies against the same old teams. And look, regardless, okay, Mexico might get games against big teams for a perfect example, but your middling teams in UEFA don't. It's better for them to have competitive games, sometimes getting, as Wales did, right? We got promoted up to League A and therefore ended up playing against Belgium, the Netherlands, and Poland. That's better than trying to pick out friendlies of which, quite frankly, we will play Albania probably again and some other nonsensical friendlies that don't really help anybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, in in theory, and I would say most other years, I see the value in it. This year, not so much. Very congested schedule, club schedule. You're already taking away time from there where you're already behind. And that's not even including the Premier League where, you know, you've had a lot of games postponed for various uh, reasons, as Owen knows. Um, and, I mean, I think <laughs> other I mean, other things as well. Like, I don't see the benefit of playing games that, yes, they're competitive – But you then have to then go back into a next two-month slog on your club side of things. And keep in mind, this isn't even adjusting for the World Cup being in the wintertime, where most of the time, you get about three to four weeks after, in a normal World Cup cycle, after a club season is over to refuel, refresh, whatever. You can start camp early, all that stuff. These players are going to have about eight days from the time club season starts to the time World Cup begins. I don't see the value in stopping for an air for an international break right now, even if it is competitive games. If I were the person at FIFA pulling the strings, which I mean, a I would be very corrupt uh, goes without saying, but B, um, I would have like I would say, give me like the three, four weeks beforehand, put in like maybe a friendly or a longer like camp you can lead up to it but this whole i don't see the point of you're playing games two months before the world cup that are more or less gonna be meaningless and i don't buy this whole oh gelling with your team building chemistry the international scene isn't about building chemistry anyway it's about being hot at the right time and getting you guys in form on the club level like i any other year i get it i just i don't see it at all this year but these games are
2: going to happen anyway these, these games were going to happen anyway. There's no question that games would have happened, yeah. whether it was the UEFA Nations League or whether it was friendlies, as we saw by the fact... Look, at the end of the day, if you go down that route, right, You there are times when we've had confederation... One confederation only gets a window yeah. in the calendar. UEFA could have just had it, and the US could have played nothing. They didn't. They went off and played friendlies against Saudi Arabia and Japan and couldn't win either of those. But <laughs> um, it, it's... <laughs> but but at the end of the day you do need some degree of friendly period between qualification and and the actual world cup um and and typically and this is the thing you want them a little bit further out because it's not about gelling it's about picking your squad it's about picking who you're going to take to qatar so that's that's the thing i'm i
1: i I don't don't just like i don't I don't disagree. And I get it is a lot about picking your squad. I'm just this small window of games. I just don't see that as being the determining factor when also so much is going to change in two months from now. Like that's why I see the benefit moving it maybe a month out or so. And I guess having a bit more of a lead time with your squad, it's just, it's hard to show off who your squad's going to be after that quick of a window it just doesn't make sense to me and this is not a this is just a larger conversation with fifa and like international schedules in general we can have a whole show about that honestly
0: that's that's exactly what i was going to say max i think it's it's a larger question with the scheduling and the world cup being moved to the winner uh because
2: i think that's the key thing the key thing more than anything is if you take the world cup out of november it's not as much of a problem
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about the U.S. Let's see how they're doing. Uh, uh,
2: shit. I saw the
0: game how, today, how are they man. Doing I'm that? not. I'm not sure what Berhalter's doing, man. This mm-hmm. team looks lifeless. They look beat up. They, they look like they don't know what they're doing or what style they're playing. Punchless is the word I would use.
1: Yeah, I. I you know, I saw something on Twitter, and it, and it makes a lot of sense. It's like this is people. Well, we don't. If U.S. fans do not forget, but this is going to be the first World Cup in eight years, and to come out so like to your point lifeless there's not that sense of urgency that a bit more today against saudi arabia than against japan but not like really not much if at all yeah uh you like you're really hoping that these guys catch form on their club levels for something yeah we talking about practice michael yeah no <laughs> we're i we're no we're talking about getting squashed in uh, you know yeah they're friendlies but uh, I'm very worried. Like US fans should be very worried. I you never know, teams could get hot and all this stuff. But for a, a country that was already having issues with who's the right people, like I can't name name the US squad, name their starters. I can maybe give you like half, maybe. And yeah. that's and I don't even feel really confident about those. And they a lot of them I've been picking up the injury bug anyway. So um tough. I mean, went tough. out today
0: as yeah, well. He played 30 minutes and then he just went out to the tunnel. Yeah, it's mm. it, it's the, the U.S. squad is really young. I think 24 years young is, is the average age, I believe. But I think with teams like that, you know, I don't think any of them have been to a World Cup before. So it's you need that leadership. You need maybe a John Brooks. You need a Tim Ream. Those guys in the back that are just going to lead the team. Uh, and no question that they're all talented. Weston McKinney, uh, Tyler Adams, you know, Gio Reyna, Pul- Pulisic. But a lot of these guys are not that leader even on their team yet. You know their club, yeah. their club team. So you, when you bring those guys together in that uh, in the U.S., I think maybe there's a lack of leadership of a, of just the guy. You know, it's politic the guy. I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I don't think that's the way he's treated at Chelsea. So I don't right. know. Can he bring that energy back to the U.S.? So it's I think I think at this point it's just it's on the coach less than the players to 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 get them all together and working. I, Owen has to say something. He has a smirk on his face. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah I do. So just for a starter, <laughs> I'm loving the Mac saying they were they were a bit more lively today as they registered a phenomenal <laughs> two <laughs> phenomenal two shots on target. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Right. So I didn't get the chance to see this game. I'll be upfront with that. I didn't get the chance to see this game because I was sitting in the dentist with someone getting what was an effectively a uh, glorified like kind of pliers trying to pull these like temporary crowns in the back of my mouth out right and i got out of that and i had messages from a from a friend friend from high school over here who told me you were probably were better off at the dentist watching that football might have been more painful <laughs> so
0: they better than they did against japan if you play how you <laughs> played against japan against wales or england or, or even iran you're gonna lose that game
2: that was
1: horrendous. I happily see that. I happily like, see that. I, I say I I do stand by. They were more lively today in the sense that they had slightly more of a pulse and that they didn't look dead. Doe dead upon or do, yeah dead upon doa dead upon arrival. Wow, I just had to remember my letters. Um, uh, yeah, no, it, it it's again, it's not saying much. Like again, I, I keep going back to the only saving grace for the for the U.S. and and like really like if you're examining the group as a whole. I'd really, you need to build chemistry, but again, I, I don't, th- I think the world cup, especially in these knockout competitions, a lot of it's a crap shoot. Um, a lot of it is you want to have your players being hot at the right time. And again, I'm not saying these are meaningless. You need to be able to build your squad, like to Owen's point, And it does help, but eh, like, if you pulled out this performance, you you just better hope that the, the players come with a bit more something in their clubs and that you're able to maybe catch Wales or England on a bad day because, yeah, if they come out like this, um, it's gross. It's just it's so like, man, like eight years I've been waiting for this for eight years, and this is what we're gonna turn oh, bless. out like. Always waited
2: for eight years. Oh, bless. Eight eh, years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. It's all right. So, you, you only get sixty to watch yourselves beating out the little island teams every two years in the gold cup.
1: <laughs> I oh. knew it. I knew as soon as I. I knew as oh, soon as I God. said I knew. Yeah, sure we had to we... wait for eight years. Come on,
0: <laughs> think about it. Yeah, it's so I mean I hope they I hope they do well because I feel like in the if the US does well, I think more people will get into it. And I think there's always that World Cup fever. So it's always good to see them. But yeah. Can, can I be honest?
2: Can I, I be honest? I yep. don't. You don't think so? Sorry, I'm just no, 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 no. You said I I'm hope the US kidding. do well. I'm just Oh being yeah, honest,
1: oh that, I yeah. Think. No, I, as I, long I, as
2: Wales, we well, if Wales we get through, I don't care. It's fine. But yeah. If you guys want to come in in second then that's okay. that's fine by me but
1: that's fair i I will I will put out and um I we hope to have more information next week. It's a very very little teaser but we hope to have more information on some World Cup watch parties uh, ideally by next week uh, in the near future. so just stay stay tuned on that. That's all safe right now still kind of solidifying some things but yeah.
0: Yeah. Breaking news here on PHNX Rising.
1: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'll
0: wrap up with Mexico. Uh, They played Peru the other day. It's uh, I wasn't impressed. Uh, I'm still not impressed with Tata Martino's system. I'm not sure if you're not
2: a big Tata fan.
0: (sighs) No, I I absolutely hate this guy. (laughs) Uh, The fact that he missed a practice, first of all, to go to watch his his uh, his native Argentina instead of being at practice could tell you something about what he thinks about this Mexican team. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think there's just a punch missing. I don't think there's a leader like in the last world cup, like 2018, you can point out Carlos Vela. You can point out Chicharito as the, as the guy as the face of the team this year. Who's the guy? Is it Ochoa? Is it the, who is it? And I don't think we have that, um, with this team and I'm really scared. <laughs> so it's, uh, especially seeing Saudi Arabia, the way they played today, I think they can, you know, cause some issues for Mexico. Um, uh, uh, Argentina is definitely going to be a tough game. I don't think they're going to win that. And then Poland will be kind of like the X factor, I think. So uh to the, I think they're playing right now in a few minutes against Colombia. That should tell us a little bit more, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Their striker situation is in shambles. I don't know. If Raul yeah. Jimenez will make it. Uh He's injured. Tecatito's injured as well. So that's not looking good as well. But... Fun, fun, all fun and games, right? Wales and...
2: Uh, you know and what? what? Before we go, before we go, let's all agree on one thing that we can all enjoy, which is the fact that England at the moment are crashing faster than the pound under Liz Truss. So, yeah. Yeah. There go. That <laughs> yeah.
0: it was a fun game. Who did they play against? It was Germany.
2: Germany, or- yeah. They were 2 0 down. They did get it I'm back. Good. they were winning 3 2 and then conceded a, quite <laughs> frankly, goal for the goalkeeper. I don't know how he spilled that ball, but uh, it that? didn't even look like it took a deflection, did it? I think he just spilled yeah. it.
1: Yeah, he spilled it. Yeah. That's no, no, that's actually pretty par for the course. No, that makes sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right all right well,
1: congratulations
2: to the mind sorry those were their first goals in open play they've scored in a competitive match all year so uh everything's oh. going really well oh, for them oh, Wow! and don't forget <laughs> the fact that penalty merchant harry kane managed to get on with a uh spot kick as well so ready you know.
0: to, to bag on, on england it's coming home this year owen it's
2: oh gosh you just, you just you just you just penalty There's merchant back, harry please. kane oh, gosh. yeah well he is yeah but anyway um Honey, i'm doing
0: it i'm doing it this weekend so do it. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm not in, I'm not gonna be in Phoenix, but I'm gonna do it this weekend. All right, y'all. Before we wrap up the show, I will let you know that if you're looking for tickets, make sure to use our um the app Game Time at uh, our friends there. And you guys can use the link in the description on our show notes to purchase tickets. Uh you can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. And also if you want to check out the last two Phoenix Rising games, make sure to use the Game Time app. And the link in the description to purchase your tickets. And also tomorrow, Bad Bunny's in town. So if you're looking to score some tickets for tomorrow, it's the biggest concert of the year. Make sure to use the Game Time app. It's gonna be crazy. Owen, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you Bad Bunny. You're gonna love them by the end of the day. I'm telling you. But yeah, make sure to use the Game Time app. Uh, it's gonna be crazy at Chase Field tomorrow. But uh, all right, y'all, that wraps it up. Thank you so much, uh, Owen and Max. Great to see you guys. I missed you. You know, it's been a week. You know, been away. And everybody? hopefully, Rising uh, can. Get the victory tomorrow. Shout out to the chat. Lively, as always, shout out to our producers, Sean and Blue, for joining us on the show.
3: And we will be back tomorrow after the Rising game. Until then, take care.